tip top of the good rocket evening time, morning time, afternoon time, whatever the case may be. Hope everybody's doing well, man. It's your boy, Mr. 625, and I want to welcome everybody back to the 30-Minute Break Podcast. In this episode, I want to talk about top pay. What's top pay to you? And the reason why I ask what's top pay to you is because I was sitting in Cincinnati. I was in Cincinnati the other day. We were stuck in traffic. And I seen on the back of this drive-in, it said, I get paid top pay, do you? And I got to thinking, I'm like, what is top pay? What do they consider as top pay? I know where I work at, you know what I'm saying? I bring home $1,100 plus a week. You know, I know some guys might look at it and be like, dang, that's all? You know, I bring home two, three grand a week or whatever, whoop, whoop this and whoop, whoop that. But at the same time, you got to think about the lease purchase. You might do do that. Owner, operator, of course you'll do that, you know. But everybody had their good weeks and bad weeks. And this 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 truck that was in front of me, it was a um, ATS truck, and I know most of those guys over there are LP. So there's a difference in top pay. Top pay to some can mean, you know, the benefit of being home every week and making decent money. You know, especially if you're single, top pay to you can be goddamn. Um, Nine hundred to a thousand dollars a week—that can be top pay to you, you know. Or for a rookie fresh out of school, top pay could be, you know, anything. So what I'm saying is, top pay to me, from my point of view, is like I say, I'm I'm able to live comfortably. I got nice vehicles. I'm able to keep a roof over my head, over my family head. Keep pops on my baby's butt, clothes on my kids' back. And I'm home every weekend, home through the week sometimes, you know. You never could tell, you know. So top pay for you may not be what's top pay for me, or top pay for me may not be what you consider as top pay. So I'm going to try to break this down, and we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about this. Y'all let me know what y'all think, and I'm going to let y'all know what I think. Because I remember, man, um, when I was working for Warner, started back in 2009, I was making 28 cents a mile. And I was bringing home eight, $900 a week. You know, I thought I was doing something, you know. I was just a little boy from the country down in a little town called Anguilla, Mississippi. You know, and that kind of money, man, a week, you know, I thought I was doing good. I thought I was doing something. Then I moved on from Warner to, um, where the hell I went? Western Express or somewhere. And um, I bumped up, you know. Long story short, I went from that to where I am now. I'm making damn near 60 cents a mile. I'm at 58 cents. I should be getting ready to go up another couple cents, you know, here shortly. But anyway, you know, top pay to me is... Like I said in the beginning, man, being able to keep a roof over your family head, clothes on your family back, and food on the table, you know, and being able to get out here every week and drive this truck and know at the end of the week you got a nice little piece of change in the bank, you know what I'm saying? So... With that being said, at that time when I was working for Warner, I didn't know no better. 
If I knew then what I knew now, I ain't no way in the heck I would have settled for 28 cent a mile. You know, that was back in 2009. Back in, um, I don't know, 2011, 2012, I started working for a company out of Memphis. I think they went out of business. I think they sold out to KLLM now. But um, I know some of y'all probably remember Trans Courier. I started working for Trans Couriers. And I went from the 28 cent a mile to, um, I don't know, 40, 38, 40 cent a mile or something like that at that time. You know, and I seen a whole difference in my pay. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, okay, well, shit, I'm making good. Now, you know, at that time with Warner, I'm ripping and running. I remember, man, um, I got on that Dollar Journal account at Warner. And for like two months straight, well, yeah, about two months straight, I didn't make a check. And the dispatcher over there, the dispatcher over there, I called him one day. It was a Friday. I was in Greenwood, Mississippi at Dollar Journal. Just had Buster Seal on the trailer, let the lift gate down, started rolling stuff off. Some said call and check your card. At that time, they had they they had their payroll going to EFS. So, I called and checked the card. Your balance is zero dollars and zero cent. Okay, I rolled the stuff back on the truck politely. I got down off the lift gate, let the lift gate back up. I closed them doors. I resealed the trailer. The manager at um that Dollar General. He, he was like, uh, what you doing? He was like, you ain't rolling nothing off. I said, I'm not going to roll nothing off. I said, this is the second month I've been out here, and I ain't got paid. I'm just out here ripping and running up and down the motherfucking road and um, delivering stuff, but I ain't getting paid. I said, I'm going to take this truck and this trailer and your load back to Indianola, and I'm going to get out of this truck, and I'm going to go home. So... On the way back to Indianola, I'm talking to the dispatcher, and he's laughing, making jokes about it. Well, you ain't been getting no miles. You're the dispatcher, dude. You're supposed to make sure I get miles, <laughs> you know. So I get back there, and um, I can't remember the guy's name. He was the um, he was the head guy there at the Dollar General Warehouse for Warner. He met me at the gate. Fair me down. I'll take the truck. Um, your folks over there waiting on you already. Whoop, whoop this and whoop, whoop that. I was like, no, nah, where Buddy at? I want to talk to Buddy. I can't remember the dispatcher name. I was like, I want to talk to him. You know, uh, no, um, he um, went to lunch. I'm like, dude, it's 930 in the morning. He already went to lunch. The thing was, he had ran off. They had hit him out. Because they knew I was on my way back and they knew I was pissed off. But I've been with some companies, man, that would most definitely get over on you. But I'm getting off subject. So back to the top pay thing, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's a difference between mileage and percentage. And I've been paid both. You know, I made good on percentage. 
I've done good on miles. I'm doing good on miles now. I'm on miles. Um, that percentage deal, though, you got to catch this freight when it's booming. On percentage, especially pulling flatbed like I'm doing. I've been driving right at 12 years, and 85 90% of it is flatbed. So what I'm trying to say is percentage is cool, but I prefer to run miles. I prefer to get paid by miles because of the fact this one company I work for, cool company, I ain't got nothing negative to say about these guys. I actually still talk to these guys on a day-to-day basis. You know, percentage is cool to a certain extent, though. So, you can have a load that's playing X amount of dollars going to California. Of course, it's going to pay you good going to California. But, on the way back, that load ain't going to pay as good. It's hard to get good freight out of California. But, at the same thing on time, you're going to make some money, of course. You know, you might miss that weekend being home because you ran out there. So, that's what I'm saying about the percentage versus the mileage. You know, what is your definition of top pay? If I'm getting paid percentage or I'm, or, or if I'm getting paid actual miles. Because if I'm getting paid percentage, I'm going to stay in my little loop. I'm going to stay in my little area where I know this freight is doing this and this freight is paying this, especially in the summertime. You know, that's what I learned. On percentage, stack your money in the summertime. Because of the fact when you hit fall, late fall, early winter, and throughout the winter, that freight is going to slow down and our prices are going to go down. So that's why I say I'd rather get paid mileage. Because of the fact, even though the rate on the freight drops, I'm still getting paid my 58 to 60 cent a mile, no matter what. You know, <clears throat> so saying. I take that same load to California. I'm getting paid the miles going to Cali. I'm getting paid the miles coming back from Cali. So if I got a load going from coast to coast, I can't remember. It's down there two, almost 3,000 miles out there. Say if I leave St. Louis. So, yeah, it's about almost 2,000 2, miles from St. Louis to Southern Cal to the TJ border. So say if I'm taking a load from the TJ from St. Louis to the TJ border, I'd rather get paid the miles because that load can pay three grand going out there on percentage, and you're getting 27% of that. So I'll get paid. 58 cent a mile to run out there and run back. The load on percentage that's coming back might not pay three grand. It might pay 1800 or something. So at the same time, you're getting 27%. So I'm getting paid 58 cent a mile. 
So basically, just going out there to Cali, I'd have made my week work for pay already. So that's why I'm asking the question, like, what's top pay to you? Because if you're getting paid percentage, I mean, you can, you can do good on percentage. Don't get me wrong. But think about the actual miles that you have to run, and then you're only getting paid when that truck is loaded. What's top pay to you? <laughs> I know what's top pay to me. I know when I can get in this truck and I can go to Sykeston, Missouri, pick up a load of I-beams and go up to Rochester, New York, drop them off, reload, and come back home to St. Louis. I know for a fact I'm getting paid mileage. I'm getting paid for every mile I run up to midnight Saturday. But on percentage... You might have a hundred, a hundred fifty mile deadhead. You ain't getting paid for that deadhead. But guess who is? I'm getting paid for that deadhead. So, like I say, what's top pay to you? I'm living comfortably, man. I had a nice rig. I had a nice suburban. I had a nice Chrysler. I got a nice house. I'm finna get another truck. I don't know if I want a Tahoe or give me a pickup truck, but I'm finna get something. You know, what I'm getting paid here, I consider top pay because I'm going to cap out. I think I cap out at like 65 cents a mile. So to me, that's top pay, man. You know, I know a couple of guys on percentage that are doing pretty good, but they're LP. Or own operators, they getting seventy percent of the line haul. You know, so that's the difference. So if you on percentage and you LP or on op and you getting seventy percent of the line haul, you might do bring home three, four grand a week after taxes, after expenses, and all that stuff. But you ain't spending money like that because of the fact you gotta put money back. Not saying that I don't put money back, but you got to put money back in case that truck break down. You got to put money in your escrow account. You got to put money back for such and such, such and such. You know, even when I was doing LP for um, PNS out of Birmingham, I was put. I had two accounts going. I was putting money back, you know, just in case I get somewhere, and I had to put fuel in the truck out of pocket. You know, if I had to stop at a mom and pop. You know what I'm saying? If I had to put fuel in out of pocket, I was low on fuel. I had a card of my own for that, you know, because I was LP. But at the same time, like I say, their card only work at mega truck stops. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I had money put back for that. I had money put back for my Astro. I had money put back, you know. For the least little shit that 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 might happen, y'all excuse my language too. But for the least little things that happen, I had money put back. You know, I had my personal card that I used on a day to day basis, and I also had that card for I guess you say maintenance fund or fuel fund or whatever. If I had to stop at a mom and pop truck stop, or if I had to get something fixed, or if I had to fix something myself, I had that card. 
But at the same time, I was making good. I was at 70% of the line haul. So what they do is it's a 70-30 split. They take 30% and you keep 70%. But you got your ash grow. You got your maintenance, which is the same thing as ash grow. But, you know, you got the insurance, all that stuff like that. As a company driver, you ain't got to worry about all that stuff. You know, you just stacking money, stacking money, stacking money because of the fact if this truck go down, that's coming out of the boss man's pocket. That's coming out of the company's pocket, you know, because it's their truck. So that leads me back to the same question, and I'm going to ask this question throughout, of this, throughout this episode. What's top pay to you? You know, you might be that guy that's getting 70% of the line haul, but at the end of the week, you might not even see where that 70% went. You got to think about cats out here getting advances, um, like I say, maintenance, escrow, um, all that stuff like that, man, you know. So at the same time, it's a lot comes with that top pay, you know, especially if you're on op. But company guys, I don't know. Say, some of these company guys, they get out here and trick. You know, I know a long time ago they had these gals running around the truck stop. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Call them lot lizard. Call a spade a spade. So, I used to see guys all the time, man, mess with these girls. And mess with these girls. I know I sat in one West Memphis in one weekend. And this guy made every, damn near every girl that came through there, he was messing with. I seen that guy that Sunday. He was still at the truck stop. He was in the truck stop asking for a shower. Asking for a couple of dollars to get something to eat. And I looked at him and told him. I said, bro, I know you done spent over $2,000 this weekend. He was like, no, no, how's that? I said, bro, I was sitting right across from you. Every dang on girl that walked through here, you put them in that truck. I said, I, don't, I watch you the whole weekend. I'm not, I don't have no money to spare for you, brother. I'm sorry, but I can't do it. You know, he was an older guy, Caucasian guy. And the look of his truck, he had to be the owner up, but I knew he was making money because that truck was nice. And it was back in the day. It was like back in, I don't know, 13, 14, 2013, 2014, something like that. So he was just out here tricking, man, you know. But you got to take your time and do what you got to do. You can't be out here tricking, especially if you got a truck note. You can't be out here tricking, damn sure if you got a family. You got to think about it. You got to keep a roof over your family here. Anyway, I'm getting off subject. Let's get back on this top pay, man. What's top pay to y'all, man? I'm trying to see because would I be considered as making top pay? Bringing home 1100 plus a week? Or would I be looked at as the bottom of the totem pole? I don't know. 
you know, I know this one company, man. I know two companies actually that's literally out here just raw dogging guys. This is one company down in Mississippi. I drove local for twenty three percent. Of the line haul. 23%. Now, y'all hear me out. 23%. And you're driving local. Home every night. Well, I ain't going to say every night because of the fact. I remember a few times that I stayed in Louisiana in a hotel or stayed in Arkansas in a hotel. But 23%, man. Actually, my little brother went. Drove for those guys um, back here a few, few months ago. And after like three weeks, he just said, forget it. You know, he left. Because he was only bringing home like three, four, maybe five hundred. If you brought if you brought home $500 over there, you consider that as a good week. So the thing is, how, I know y'all going to ask, how the hell they surviving? Because... Most of the guys over there are old heads, and they've got so far in debt with borrowing money for those guys that they can't go nowhere else. You know, those guys are bought them cars, trucks, houses, because you ain't making no money to do this shit yourself, so you got to borrow money. So they are so far in debt, man. These guys in their late 50s, 60s, and stuff like that. That's how old those guys is. I think my little brother was the youngest guy that was over there at that time this year. At the time I was there, I was the youngest guy there. All these guys are old heads. And because they're so far in debt with them, they can't go nowhere else. I would consider that as the bottom of the totem pole. I think I'm more in the neutral range from mid-level up on the quote-unquote top pay scale. This other company I was working for out of Kansas, man, and that's what my last episode about Follow Your First Mind, 23%. And you're out two weeks at a time. You're out two weeks. You're running your butt off, busting your balls, and still ain't making no money. Me and one of my friends, one of a close friend of mine, man, we left from over there at the same time. We both, he lost his pickup truck, and I lost my Dodge Charger dealing with those guys. I got behind on bills, got behind on rent, dealing with those guys, man. I mean, they got nice equipment and all that stuff, but looking good and underpaid, you know, but where I'm at now, man, it, 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 it's pretty darn cool. You know what I'm saying? So, like I say, man, y'all let me know what top pay is to y'all because to me, top pay is, you know, it can be anything. Like I say, top pay to me is being able to provide for your family, have money left over. You know what I'm saying? You come out here, do what you got to do, honey, you being and go home. Get a roof over your head. You got a hot meal on the table. Your kids got pampers on their butt. You got money to play with. Buy you some tequila, buy you a 12-pack, you know. Stuff like that. But 
you ain't got nobody breathing down your back when you going to do this, when you going to do that. Don't rush me to do this. Don't rush me to do that. Because at the same time, you ain't paying me enough money to do this shit. Let's just be frank. Call spade a spade. Those big mega carriers would do that. They will run you in the ground and won't pay you worth a darn. I've seen it. I've lived it. Been there, done that. I've stayed out. <clears throat> excuse me. I've stayed out a month at a time. On the road. And still. Barely cleared. Two grand. For being out a month. This was back. 2009. Early 2010. When I first started. You know. I started in November 2009. So. Early mid 2010. I was staying out. A month at a time. And still wasn't making the, uh, the, the money. Wasn't there. I still wasn't making the money to. Show that I've been gone for a whole month. You know what I'm saying. So. Like I say. These guys fresh out of school, man, they're just taking them down through there. They know that drivers come a dime a dozen, and um, they can take you out of that truck today and have somebody in that truck before you close the door. They don't care. But they'll holler about, come over here, start at such and such, such and such. We pay top pay. But as soon as you get there, it's a whole different story. What happened to the top pay? You said I was going to make top pay start out at $0.63 cent a mile. You start me out at $0.42. Cent. Oh, see what happened? Um, You got to be here this long, and you you, 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 you cap out at 63 Hold on. You said I can make 63 coming in. You said y'all pay top pay. Forty-two cent a mile is not top pay. At least start me out at sixty or sixty-two. For my experience, I got twelve years experience, thirteen years experience. You trying to start me back down with the rookies fresh out of school? I don't want no funky ass forty-two cent a mile. Who do you think I am? I know my worth. I've been out here long enough. Top pay for what you are talking about is not top pay for what I'm looking for. Now, you can do this or you can do that. You can put me in a rental, send me back home, or give me what my experience is worth. You know what I'm saying? Don't promise me top pay, quote unquote, and you come try to give me pennies. It don't work that way. Don't promise me 30% of the line hole, but when I get there, you want to start me at 25. And over the period of two years, I'm going to have to work my way up to the 30%. No, it don't work like that. So with that being said, man, I'm going to ease up and ease out of here, man. Y'all let me know what y'all think top pay is because I got an idea what top pay is and I'm doing damn good so top pay to you could be you know like I say it could be anything 
like I say, for the Ricky fresh out of school, bringing home seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a week, that could be top pay to them because they ain't never seen that kind of money. I'd have been out here twelve years, and I'm bringing home anywhere from eleven to eighteen, sometimes nineteen a week, and I'm home every weekend. So, y'all talk to me, man. Y'all let me know. I'm gonna try to get um, my homeboy Jared on the show and do an interview with him. And uh, we're going to talk about this company that I was talking about that made us lose our stuff. But it's all good now. We both got our stuff back. You know what I'm saying? Tenfold. And I mean, man, top pay. Don't go nothing less than 50 cent a mile. 50 cent and up, man. That's what we doing, man. Ain't, no, ain't nothing less. You know, Top pay, man. We got to get this top pay <laughs> or whatever they consider top pay because they can consider, you know, 46, 47 cent a mile as top pay. That ain't top pay. You got to be 50 cent or better, man. Y'all be easy. Be careful, man. Y'all take them easy. It's your boy, Mr. 625, man. I appreciate y'all for watching this, listening to this episode. This is the 30-Minute Break Podcast. And I'll see y'all later on down the road. I'll see you.